This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey, Jade. Hey, hey Carly. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Just chilling in studio with you and Brooks. And it's so nice to just see your face like this close. Like I could reach out and, this is, and touch you. So we see each other like once a month and it's like my favorite time of the month. It's the best like, time of the month. It's Carly time. It really is. It yeah. is the one time of the month that I feel like I can like breathe a little bit. Yeah, we need each other. We do. <laughs> it's just, I mean, every single day, I feel like we text each other and we're like, why don't, why aren't we neighbors? I honestly don't know. And it makes me mad. Like you just I mean, need, you, I know Evan has responsibilities like, like children, but like children, but just like whatever, you know, you know I you mean, know. the children would love to live in California. The mom wouldn't well, love be- that as much, but the children would. There's, there's the problem. You know, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go into that. It's a it's a big one. <laughs> but well, yeah. Um anyways. So, how's it going? How's life, Jade? It's good. You know, I do have a story for you that I was thinking about the other day when I don't remember what I was doing, but I was talking to Tanner. And we've talked about it before on the podcast, and that's about um crapping your pants and oh. how I've never done it and how oh, I've, I've always it. like Yeah, cuz yeah. you said you have and Tanner yeah. said he has. We have friends that have, and I've always, like... And Brooks just did. Brooks does it (laughs) on the hour (laughs) in my lap. But I've always been, like, that snarky person that's, like... You're too good for it. I've never crapped my pants, you know? Yeah, when I and Well, when I was giving birth in the closet, (gasps) Tanner was like, oh, we need wet wipes. Go get some (gasps) wet wipes to, like, one of my... I don't know, one of the moms that was in there. Tanner's mom or my mom. And I was like, why? What's happening? He's like, there's a little poo. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. This is amazing. I I pooped myself. You pooped yourself. But that doesn't count. I don't think it actually It doesn't count. I mean, it does. Because that's like the one fear. Isn't it like one of the one fears that women have when you're giving birth is like, am I going to poop? But I feel like everybody does it. But I did it with Emmy. I don't think that I did. I mean, I did project LP. I don't think I pooped, but I had already, right when I got to the hospital, I went into the bathroom and I pooped so much. See, that's what happened with Emmy. So I think I was empty. I, I cleared myself too, and I, this birth went way too fast for that oh, to yeah, happen. Oh, yeah, you didn't have that time. So he said it was just a little, though, but I, the way I gave birth <laughs> was like I was bent over uh, this bench in my closet. So I was on, I was all full, I don't know. So, so I was he like, really saw that. Oh, he, he saw, really got in there. He really. You know what? It's really nice that he was just like, Let's just go get some wet wet wipes. It's okay. He didn't make a big deal about it, which was really nice. Because but we both were con- I think it was like maybe one moment in when I was laboring where I almost like laughed at myself. I mean, I, I really appreciate Tanner in that moment. That's what I have to say. He came through. He came through with no. the wet wipes and without judgment. <laughs> I mean, he probably one day will be like, remember that time you crapped yourself? But oh, yeah. he'll be like, I was having a baby. That doesn't count. He will probably never let it go. I, I'm just going to wait for this story again one day when you are just like, hey, I was at the library. To, well, no one goes to the library. I was at the grocery store today. <laughs> and I was walking around and I thought I had to toot and I didn't. So my poop story doesn't count. I don't know. You guys <laughs> let us know. Why don't we do Because now poll? I want to, I feel like I'm a part of the club. Can I be a, can you, I not No, you be can a- totally be a part of the club. Okay. You can be a part of the you crapped your pants story. But it, you didn't have any pants on, one. Two. I had, no, I had, at this point, oh, no, I didn't have them on. Because Tanner put gym shorts on me. But I don't know if I had. those came They off. were down on my knees, yeah, past my knees. It counts. I'll let it count. Okay. But I'm going to wait for the next one when it's like, 
you're sitting there and you fart and then poop comes out. So it has to be a shirt. It does it. I think. I don't know. I think I'm that's asking. the most common. Yeah. I just. I was super excited to tell you my story because no, now I, I thought I was a part of the club God. and I ruined it. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Not that no, this I is a great club to be a part of. I know. I think you're part of the club. I really do. This okay. is a funny story, though. Is it? Maybe it's not. No, it is. <laughs> this is a good story. I was story. like, this is going to be so self-deprecating and self It's actually perfect for right? our guest that we have today. Who's hilarious. Who was so funny. We listened to her album earlier, and she is a comedian who, what, filmed her album when she was nine months pregnant. How do you, like, what? I don't, I didn't do anything when I was nine months pregnant, let alone. I'm not planning on doing anything at all but sitting. Yeah, but she's freaking funny. She's so funny. I I mean, she just takes like the reality of pregnancy and postpartum mom life, you know, everything and makes it feel normal. But you can also like laugh at it. Yeah, it's like all the things that we feel and we want to say, but society doesn't let women say. Yeah. And you know what? She says it. So thank you. So thank you. And her name is Christine Meenberg. And um, you can find her album, which is so funny, like everywhere that albums are, iTunes, all the places, Apple all the things, places. the Spotify things. I just Googled I it. We just Googled it. You can use the good old Google. But um, yeah, we're going to have her come on and she's so, she's so funny and she just, she makes, she makes me happy. She makes me. I think we need a daily, a, little upper. a daily dose of her. Yeah. yeah. She's like a little upper pill. <laughs> In the worst way. (laughs) So when we get back, we will be talking to Christine. Did you know your teeth move as you get older, Jade? That's like really kind of freaky to me. And your nose never stops growing. (gasps) I heard that too. But that has nothing to do with teeth. But I didn't notice my teeth were shifting as much. And I wanted to get them fixed. But I'm not getting braces because I'm not doing that in my 30s. In life right now, life is too hard. Anyway. (laughs) So I heard about Candid, which is the clear alternative to braces. And seriously, I'm, I am all in now. So Candid has experienced orthodontists who are licensed in your state and they create this treatment plan, especially for you. And they send you this box and it has molds and you just work these molds into your mouth, create these molds of your teeth. And then they create a 3D preview of how your teeth will look after your treatments are done. That's really cool, actually. Isn't that so cool? So then you can just be like, oh, that's how pretty I'm going to look in about six months. So I just approved my 3D preview and Canada is creating custom clear aligners and sending them directly to me. And there's no hassle of going to orthodontist because I don't have time because I'm pregnant and I have a toddler running around and they cost 65% less than braces. Which we need to save money because we're having babies and babies, babies are, really are expensive. expensive. And also, this is cool too, for every liner purchase, Candid donates $25 to Smile Train who brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. I love that. I know, isn't that so oh sweet Oh my gosh, all those poor little babies. So I feel like I'm like really doing something good for the world, but also something cosmetic for me to feel good about. Boom, it's like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, totally. You guys can get straighter, brighter teeth in an average of just six months. Learn more at candidco.com slash mommies and use code mommies to get $75 off. That's candidco.com slash mommies. Code mommies for $75 off. Carly, have you ever taken a prenatal and it's made you really sick? Oh my gosh. 
Yes. If like I used to take a prenatal and on an empty stomach, it made me feel so horrible. I also just have the like most sensitive stomach in the whole world. But you know what I found to cure that is perfect prenatal multivitamin from New Chapter. It's fermented from better nutrient absorption and it's fermented with beneficial probiotics and whole foods to make it digestible. And it's so gentle, you can take it anytime, even on an empty stomach for us sensitive stomach people. Which I actually take this prenatal. And I, well, I take their postnatal now, but I have forgotten some nights when I'm too busy. And I always take them at night after I eat dinner, but yeah. I've actually gone back in the middle of the night and taken one and been perfectly fine. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. And they're certified gluten-free, which is huge to me. There's no added sugar or sweeteners. Unlike the prenatal gummies, and they're 100% vegetarian, which is amazing. And you can find New Chapter at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or your local health food store. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Jade and I are here in studio um, today with a hilarious guest, which we... uh, we have with us, her name is Christine Mienberg. She is so funny, and her laugh is, like, everything to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your laugh, like, I was really tired, and then I heard your laugh, and I was like, I am untired now. It has untired. cured my soul this morning. I didn't need coffee. I just needed your it, laugh. <laughs> your laugh sounds like you're up to no good over there. I am. I, I've done a lot of bad in the past two hours waiting to come on your <laughs> podcast. I went across the street and I had uh, I had two adult beverages. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm in my third trimester of pregnancy, so I want all of those things. You know, I was told more. in my third trimester you could have four sips of wine. So I had only four. four <laughs> I would say, listen, bartender, Big give gulps. me four sips and I'll go to sleep. It made me feel better and I felt judged. But, you know, who cares? We're all fine. She's amazing. She's smart. I didn't do any harm. Wait, I want to know about these four sips. What does a five sipper give you? I don't know. I feel like the kid could be harmed in some way. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, how big are these sips? I would take small sips, but I feel like I did because you know after I would after be nine months sips. or eight months, you really it's like it doesn't take much. Do you know? Like you can't even oh, have yeah. Benadryl. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, a little sip of wine does does a lot. And I remember my mom telling me before she gave birth to any of us three children, she was like, my my doctor told me to ha- to go home and have a glass or two of wine so that I could relax and stop stressing out. And then she gave birth right away after those two glasses. Oh, of oh wine. gosh! I mean, these They're, were the '80s, so it's you know day. it's it's weird though because my one of my best friends was having a lot of anxiety, and her doctor told her. To have a glass of wine to calm our anxiety. He was like, I'd rather you not be stressed out, so just have a glass of wine. In her exactly. third trimester. In her third trimester. Of course, yeah. in the but third it trimester. Wasn't, but it wasn't four sips. It was the whole thing. I, well, <laughs> I felt really bad having the whole glass because I was like, I mean, your kid's fully developed in like the eighth, what, eighth and nine month. And you, you're, I, just, I still felt all that guilt. So I was like, I, know, nah, I don't want guilt. my kid to come out being like, you know, like that sounds terrible for <laughs> 
Man, mom guilt I really starts like right at the beginning, doesn't it? it you really would think does. mom guilt would start like when they're born, but like no, no, no. <laughs> so I had a guy. I drank a Coca Cola one. I took a sip of Coca Cola while I was pregnant. I swear I was eight and a half months pregnant, and a comic came up to me. His name's Ian Fidans. He was like, "What are you doing?" And I talk about this on my album, and I was like, "I'm drinking a Coke." He's like, "You can't do that. It's bad for the baby." And I was like, "You didn't care what I put in my mouth before. Like you did. <laughs> <laughs> you just let me." Whatever it doesn't. I mean, it was it was dirtier than that. But I, you know, <laughs> nobody cared before. Nobody cares about what you do until you get you're with child, and then everybody can't like the don't oh, don't eat too everybody. much broccoli. There's so much. So, I'm so sick of it. It's exhausting, isn't it? It really is. And you guys, I can't imagine what you guys go through on a day to day basis. Like I'm a comic, and I can kind of handle and create whatever people judge about me on stage, but you guys have to have it from all sides, every We moment. could give you some good material from I'm our sure stories. <laughs> yeah, we could. We just need to, like, always call you and be like, hey, what's a good comeback? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I had good comebacks, like, in the moment, but I feel like I always have them after the fact, right? Like, I feel like I feel like the comedy comes after you think about it a little bit. Where you're totally. like, you're a terrible person, or like, oh, you have a snaggle tooth, something. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, like, I don't really care about your snaggle tooth. But if you're a, if you're judging me, I'm gonna come back real hard after the fact on stage. So yeah, you tell me your stories, and I'll make fun of people for you. Oh my god, anytime. Uh that sounds great. Yeah. I'm, you're hired. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> you are hired for free. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Jay, do you know what I love? What do you love? I love a lot of things, but one thing I really love is my cat. I love cats. Cats are so sweet. My mother-in-law has four kitties, and Emmy is obsessed with going over there and finding them under the bed. They're so cute. They're so cute. Bella is obsessed with saying, she doesn't really say meow. She just goes meow, meow, like a little bitty kitten. <laughs> but um, we have a cat named Kitty, and she's so sweet, and I love her so much. But I do not like the litter box because it's disgusting, and I'm supposed to stay away from it during pregnancy anyway. Yeah. But you know what I found to cure the litter box problem? One, I have a husband that does it for me. <laughs> I was going to say, Evan better be doing this for you. Or I'm, yes. I'm texting him. Evan cleans up the litter box. Uh, I don't know. Weekly, how often does he do this? How often do you clean the litter box? I don't know. But he's good at it. And you know what makes it easy? Arm & Hammer. Because Arm & Hammer created this new cloud control litter. There's like no cloud of nastiness when he scoops up. So he's like really nice to me when he actually does this. You're welcome, Evan. You're welcome. And it's 100% dust free. So I'm not getting this dust stuff when I breathe it in. It's free of heavy perfumes. It helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So it happens in the litter box. Actually stays in the litter box. And my husband still loves me. And the kitty is happy. And the kitty is happy. And now we're all happy in my house. So that's new cloud control litter from Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Meow, meow, meow. Okay, I'm going to be honest. This is not one of my strongest suits. I don't cook. I know Jade cooks. She's actually a fantastic cook, but I don't cook. The only way I can actually cook is if I have HelloFresh deliver food to my door, give me a rundown of a recipe, and put all of the food in front of me to make it simple and easy for me to just follow a step-by-step -step recipe with pre-measured ingredients 
And seriously, I have a dinner that's like wow worthy on the table in about 30 minutes and everyone thinks I just made it up myself. It's really genius. And you just have to say goodbye to like the endless grocery store trips and takeout food, which saves you money. So seriously, break out of your dinner rut with 17 seasonal chef-created recipes each week. And there's something for everyone. Family recipes, calorie smart, vegetarian. There's fun mini series like a Hall of Fame and craft burgers. And HelloFresh has more than five-star recipes than any other meal kit. So you know you're getting something delicious. And you know what? We just made the Mexican chicken and rice bowl, and it tasted like I was back in paradise eating fresh Mexican food, and Evan just asked for more and more of my delicious cooking. And guess what? Right now, you can go use our special offer with our promo code for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Mommy's 80 and enter code Mommy's 80. Again, that's $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Mommy's 80 and enter code Mommy's 80. Uh, have you always been funny? Like how did, how did your comedy st- start? Oh. When did you know you were funny? Did oh. someone have to tell you you were funny or did you always just know? Well, I don't think I was funny for the like I was <laughs> I was the middle child, so I think I was the most dramatic. Like my family will still tell you, "Oh god." Like my brother just gave well, he didn't give birth. His wife gave birth. <laughs> they gave birth to a child. Him a lot of they did, <laughs> which is the most annoying thing. Like, "Oh, we're giving birth." No, the wife, your woman is giving birth to the child, but uh his kid is finally, you know that that stage where where babies are starting to emote and laugh at you. Yes. And he sent me a video of him saying, are you being a little at Chrissy? And his baby started laughing. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, thanks. It's his first laugh at me. Thank you so much. <laughs> but he's, he was just saying that I'm so dramatic. And they, and I guess because I have really strong emotions and I, and I, I let them all out and I'm not afraid to honor them, I think my whole family's really uncomfortable with that because they're Catholic. And oh yeah, I hear that. I, my family's also Catholic. <laughs> it's like no, which is why you have really bad guilt. I totally get it. So now. much guilt. I'm wrong <laughs> so guilt. at every moment. But I, I feel know. like at some point in my life, I became. I think. I became funny as a uh, as a defense, right? Like totally. Yeah, yeah my brother was funnier than me. Oh, throughout my life, he was so funny. He should have been the comic, and I should have been the lawyer. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's life. the opposite. Is there a baby groaning in the back? Because that makes yes. my life better. Yes, there <laughs> is. Swaddled baby, oh, right now. Swaddled baby. You know, I did the swaddle wrong. She always escaped. She was just. Uh, They're little like Houdinis. They yeah, really are. are. My kid difficult. climbed out of her crib at 19 months and then climbed down 13 steps Mm, that were hardwood floors in the middle of the night like 3 a.m and I got out of bed and I and I like went looking I'm like she's not in a crib so I'm panicking right and I and I go into the living room and I go into the kitchen I'm looking everywhere she's nowhere to be found I'm like oh my god the gypsies stole her Because you remember in the 80s when gypsies were stealing people? Oh. <laughs> no? You don't I mean, we were a little young, but... Yeah, 
People we need were, to look that up. Chelsea's were stealing kids. That's really horrible. That's what, were, what did they do with them? I don't know. They I remember them? this girl. They named, just needed. They're recruiting. They just they, needed like maids. Yes, I guess. I don't know. People to steal for them. And <laughs> I get it now. So I thought, I thought the gypsies stole her. And I'm by myself. My husband's slumbering and snoring. And I hate him. Which is so, so much annoying. It's the most annoying thing. He's like, yeah. I'm so tired. I'm like, screw you. I breastfed all night. Um, and yeah, she was behind the entertainment center. She had climbed through the entertainment center oh my and God. fallen asleep <gasps> behind there. And I, I mean, but what? there was a good five minutes where I couldn't find her and I thought someone stole her from my front door. That's like your worst nightmare, right? Yeah. Like yeah. going to your kid's room and they're not there. Oh God, it's the worst feeling in the world. And she just wanted to like be in the TV, she, inside yeah. the TV. She wanted to go through Frozen because even at that Which time. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Understand the thought process of that. I want to be with Olaf, don't you? Come on. Like, he sings really fun songs. He does. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I mean, to go back to your question, I don't think I was funny uh, for a really long time. I think I did it as a, um, I did it as a defense mechanism. And every comic will tell you, not every, but most of them, I think, like, you go through a terrible moment to kind of compel you to get on stage. And I had to bathe my 89-year-old grandmother, and... (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, not funny, but it's funny. No, it's it's not funny. And I... It's not funny at all. But that's what I... What I... (laughs) I had to, I, uh, I had to do like spring cleaning, you know, and I oh. dislike that vehemently. And I, I found something that no one ever needs to find from their grandmother. So, uh, oh lord, I had a friend who I was, I was working at an open mic uh, as a bartender back in the day in Philadelphia, and it was this terrible, terrible, just nasty place where the like the carpets were holy, you know. There's like a lot of there's puke everywhere, and. And, and my friend said to me, uh, you know, you need to tell that story on stage. And I did. And nobody laughed. Uh, <laughs> it was really tragic. And I think a girl in the front row was weeping while I told the story. Oh, my story. Gosh. And, and I feel like at the end, I got off stage and the comics were like, you have some work to do to make that funny. <laughs> but it was so honest. And I feel like that's why... The, and I and I continue and I say that all the time. Like I've I've been working ever since to make the worst things that ever happened to me and you know to other people and the worst things that I see in life to make them funny because the worst things have to be the funniest things. Like you can you can treat your life and especially like raising children and and dealing with the things that they do and what you have to handle on a day to day basis. Oh yeah, you, oh, you have, have to, to laugh at them. You have to find the humor, otherwise you would literally lose your mind. Lose it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is that how, so your album, which is so funny. Oh, thank you. Is about like pregnancy and I mean, sex, all of the things that we, things. that we as moms like and dislike. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, I mean, I called it bumped because, you know, obviously I had a big bump and then I felt like as a comic, I was bumped off of stage. I don't know if you guys know that term, but I was bumped off of stage by people way more important and funnier than me for a lot of years. Um, and I'd been bumped in the subway, you know, you're bumped all over the place. And I just felt I, I was really angry and I was really, really fat. 
Um, I put on an insane amount of weight pregnant. I'm 5'1", and uh, I was 230 pounds when I gave birth, which was, I always say that I was the blueberry from Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. <laughs> um, but I was, re- and, and it's not all pregnancy stuff. Like, I, there's, a, there's a lot of that. But then there's also, you know, there, there's guys that have listened to my album, and they're like, this is fun. It's funny because it's, it's just funny. It's it, and it is because I was angry and I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like moms are that's always angry. Like a true comic, though. I feel. Yeah. I feel like you don't really meet a comic that's like a super happy, happy person. No, they're either like sad or angry. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's I think angry is more powerful, right? Like if I'm sad, ugh, that's tiring, right? Like yeah, I, and 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 we can be and I was sad for a while, but I think angry is empowering. Like it's it's funnier when it comes out that way because I can't be like, oh, my life is so bad. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> I'm not Jim Gaffigan, and um, that was a funny joke, but you guys didn't let it be. It's totally. Funny. I love Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I love him so much. Yes. He's so great, and he has five kids. Good he didn't Lord. give birth to them. His wife. Yeah, she did it. She did it. He doesn't get credit. No, they're they're wonderful. What a wonderful couple. They've they've been really good to my family. They uh, they've actually they helped my husband get his green not a, I think he got a green card by like a letter that Jim Gaffigan sent. Uh, they, they're great people. Great people. Wow. Wait, yeah. What? Yeah. What is this story that you're just <laughs> going over really quickly? I think Jim Gaffigan was like, yeah. My, I'll my just husband. get you a green card. No problem. <laughs> Here you go. He's he's important to the comedy community. We have. <laughs> it's hard to get a green card, you guys. I mean, you know. Yeah, he's Canadian, so it's easier for them. Um, I do watch 90 Day Fiance, and there are difficulties. It yeah, I, it's gross that I watch it, but it is really interesting. <laughs> I've I, I don't know if you know my friend Yamanika Saunders. She is a phenomenal comic and she does commentary for 90 Day Fiance and the whole time she's oh. a big black woman. She's amazing and she is so angry at these people. She's like <laughs> she's like, You dummy, you why would you ever you know he's just trying to take it's so and I shouldn't do that voice like that because I don't have I don't I can't do it well. But it's 90 Day Fiance is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's these people are so messed up. Oh. All of them, which is why they're chosen. It's why they're chosen. And why I watch. They're the chosen people. <laughs> they're, the, they're the chosen craziest people that you could possibly find. That's true. But it's amazing. It is. So you, your pregnancy went well, I guess. No, it was the worst. <laughs> no, that was my joke. Thank you. It was a good joke. It was good. It was terrible. And then I had postpartum after uh, the fact. Oh, it was a mess. Um Oh, there's the baby crying that that triggers me. Um, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't okay. I've had to be oh. in so much therapy. But the greatest part about um, about you know my life is that I have the ability to say the most wretched things about how I feel, what I'm going through, my husband. You know how I feel about my kid in moments. I can I can be honest about that on stage, and mm-hmm. and there are women that'll laugh at it. You know that's because I think most women have moments of that. I mean, like maybe not postpartum depression, but like there are moments where you're like, I hate this. This is the worst oh, yeah. thing ever. Oh yeah. yeah, there's lots of those. And you need you need to let that out. Like I I give credit to women that are going through postpartum or having really tough times with a, a newborn. And they don't have 
the ability to say what I have to say in front of people on a day-to-day basis. That, like, that's, you know, I was just saying um, to somebody earlier that, you know, men men do terrible things, but you don't understand how many women have fought to keep people safe from, like, not trying to harm them every single day. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm sleep-deprived. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. But everybody's fine right now you know like that's a feat into it you know unto itself and um and women should be really proud of that if they're listening to your show you know and they're going through stuff like they should know how strong they are just from you know like literally getting out of bed every single day and taking care of that kid and keeping them alive no we're we're badass like there's no doubt women we like you said, when everything can be going wrong, we still get out of bed and we do what we got to do. But oh, Yeah, like who has a cold? <laughs> okay. No, you can't. <laughs> what's a cold? I don't even, you know. I mean, what's a full four hours of sleep without no, some kind I of don't terror? Know. No. 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 <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and then, wait, who who's pregnant now? Is it? Um, it's Car- Carly. Carly. Carly's pregnant. Oh, God bless you. With a Ugh. second. Yeah, it, I'm, it. I've hit the exhaustion. I'm a, I have a basketball inside me phase. Ugh. So you know it's hard to breathe. You pee all the time, especially when like the baby moves on your bladder, and then you feel like you're gonna die. But then you go in, and only four drops of pee comes out, and it makes you so angry because, like it, you know, like even on the plane, I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. And then you get in there, and you only pee for one second, and you're like, I'm so mad. <laughs> This when is my I, life right when now. I was going into when I thought I didn't know I was in labor and I, I you called, didn't wait I, a second. Can no we please idea. hear this birth story? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, I was I had a I have a like five pound chihuahua and my sister in law lives. Her name is Lisa. She loves your show, by the way. Uh, and I need oh, to call her you. out. A little shout out to Hi. Lisa. She's so excited. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to watch her two daughters and I was, you know, I was at 38 weeks and I walked my chihuahua and my fat body like 15 15 minutes in New York City like heat, just disgusting, oh, like gross. huge ankles. I would walk the my worst. chihuahua to go take care of these girls. And and I remember being like, oh, God, I'm really sweaty. Like my, my under, I'm, I'm sweaty. No. Like things no. are really wet all the time. So I called and my, so I, I was playing cards with my nieces. And one, at one moment, my niece Lexi goes, are you okay? You don't look, are you having the baby? And I was like, oh, and I went into the bathroom, and I didn't know. And I called my doctor, and the doctor was like, "You should just smell your underwear." And stop. I was like, "As you do, you know, I've never <laughs> done that before." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." So she, uh, the doctor was like, "You know, if, if it if it's like ammonia, then you then you might need to come in no to the hospital. It's oh, the I've only never way. Heard that. Yeah, it's the only way I knew. It's a lot. I'm sorry for this show, but no, uh, that's the normal." <laughs> This, yeah, th- welcome yeah. to our show. Welcome to the show. If it's ammonia, then it's uh, it's it's not. That's weird. gonna really help people. Yeah, I think so. Cause I, it was August. She was born August thirtieth. So this is what August 29th, August thirtieth, and I was like I said, I was huge. So I didn't know if I, I was just sweating or if I was peeing a little. I get that. You know, like I told yeah. jokes when I was doing my album. Like I just sneeze and pee my pants just a little bit. And we just talked. I just talked to Jade about this on text message the other day. I said the exact same thing. I just 
What did, what, did I, what did I sneeze? I was sneezing. I was coughing something. Sneezing. And I peed all over myself and it kept happening. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is not not new to me. And I was no. like, oh, we're old. We're old. <laughs> no, we're old. And it's, it doesn't stop. It Now with the ba- and then now I'm like a grown woman that just sneezes and pees her pants a little bit. It is what it is. Do I you just f- accept it? Is yeah. that where we are? Well, no, because <laughs> I had a moment with one of my friends at one of my shows. She came to one of my shows. She's this gorgeous girl. Really adorable, really fun. She came to one of my shows and she had been laughing for a good hour. And then I made her laugh after the show. And then all of a sudden she's like, I don't, I don't understand. Oh God, I, I think I just peed. I think I peed. And she peed her <laughs> romper like oh. all the oh, way no, down the to the knee That's in so public. Sad. But she kept showing everyone. She's like, look, I peed. Everything's <laughs> fine. I just peed myself. <laughs> And I was like, you peed in public, but you're proud of it, which is why she's my friend. And it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just what or we do now. Or is it just better to, like, call it out so then someone doesn't look at you and go, oh, my God, did she pee herself? Oh, she peed her and then there's, like, that. Would you rather have that or people be like, man, she just peed. Wow. I'd look rather, at her go. Well, as a comic, I'd rather <laughs> say it, right? Because, like, yeah. if you say it, then you can't really be, you can't be Shamed. ridiculed for it, right? Right. What is, is that? Control. Is it Billy Madison? Like, it's Everybody cool to pee your pants. Yeah. <laughs> we do it all the time. Peeing your pants is cool. Peeing your pants is cool now. Peeing your romper is cool. I mean, who hasn't peed? The problem with a romper is that you can't, it's not quick access. So no. I don't know why grown women are wearing wearing rompers like they're eight years old like it's just I mean you guys probably wear rompers so I, I feel like I offended you but I <laughs> you didn't I, I'm sorry if I did but I just no we uh, wear them but you're not offending us it's really it's a problem <laughs> you guys I've tried a romper like four times in my life and every single time there's been some kind of public humiliation or involved. there's like the awkward thing where you go to the bathroom in public and you have to pull it all the way down so you're just like if you're not wearing a bra you're just completely topless just sitting on nude. the t- so weird <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward and it's like very weird. You all of a sudden feel like very vulnerable. You're 100%. like, oh my god, my titties are out. My titties <laughs> hey everybody, are out. these are the boobs that look what they look like after having a baby. <laughs> You're welcome. Use birth control. <laughs> oh god, please, somebody get an IUD. Oh, oh everybody should get IUDs right now. You don't have no. to think about it. <laughs> Just knock me out. Put it. Put some copper in me, and I'm happy. Oh god. And I can't believe two kids. Like, I had one kid, and I'm like, I can't imagine. My husband wants a, a surrogate because he knows how bad my first pregnancy was. And I'm like, yeah, but she's too cute. The problem is the girl yeah. that would be our surrogate, like, we know her. She's she's adorable. And I'm like, yeah, but if if my baby is grown in the belly of this really gorgeous, adorable, sweet woman, and, they, and the baby knows that I'm her mother. <laughs> <laughs> This is bad for the baby. <laughs> the baby doesn't know that for a while until it comes uh, out anyway, though. Yeah, but like I feel like there's got to be like I'm I'm really afraid of surrogacy. I really I mean, my husband would be like, well, I could have another one with that. one. like it's just the whole thing's uncomfortable for me. I can't imagine it. <laughs> it got serious there for a second. Guys. <laughs> no, because now we're all thinking about if oh, we yes, did, would our husband? You gotta get. <laughs> We're going got, to that place. You need a ratchet surrogate, is what I'm saying. The, the I get that surrogate has to be, you know, I don't know, f- summer teeth, you know, summer <laughs> here, summer there, like something. <laughs> summer here, summer teeth. <laughs> 
I feel like I'm a bad person. Oh, God. Oh, no. No, not here. You guys are nice. You're nice. This has well, been fun. We have, <laughs> we have moments. <laughs> and you found love on television. I, I think you guys need to know that I auditioned for The Bachelor in 2000, I think. You did? Well, how old was I? I came out of politics. I worked in politics. I got out of politics, and I moved back to Delaware. Fancy, I know. And um, and I, I wanted to go on The Amazing Race because I was like, oh, I'm so sporty. But then, <laughs> for whatever reason, I went, and, and they were like, oh, you know, there's this audition for The Bachelor in Salisbury, Maryland. Super hot place where all the hot guys come from. And I went there, and I auditioned. And the guy was super cute, but I remember going up to talk to him and like not berating him but re- like roasting him in a way and, and obviously I didn't get on the bachelor but I felt like cuz I didn't take it seriously and I was like what am I going to do find somebody like I just didn't feel like I would fix I always felt like the outcast and kind of like a troll so I didn't know why anybody would ever want me Oh my gosh no stop no yeah. um no though like I feel like that's interesting that they didn't cast you because the show nowadays, which is totally different, the show now, would t- completely cast you. If you were, like, berating they need, them, they'd be they like... They need you. Oh, yeah. So you're saying when I divorce my husband... And- go on. Go <laughs> back. Go back to that I'm going to go back to The Bachelor. And right. Get a, get you would be TV gold. Yeah, you would. You would be solid gold. <laughs> Just the laugh alone and all the anger. <laughs> <laughs> which is, makes for the Add best Add that television. four sips of yeah. wine and... Four yeah. sips of wine. Have five. Maybe I should get just pregnant and go on The Bachelor. Just, just be like, <laughs> oh gosh, that could be quite the first something. Pregnant contestant. We're doing lots of firsts on The Bachelor lately. Yeah. So, oh yeah, There's they do. They do need it every year. They try to like outdo themselves. So there you go. You know there what you they go. need? They need we a. They need a, um, a daddyless pregnant woman that's trying to find a, a new daddy for the baby. This is amazing. I think we just produced a new show. I think that's just what we did. <laughs> We're so smart. I know. We're we are so smart. smart. We're doing a great job, guys. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing a really good job. Uh, parenthood is fun, isn't it? So what? what is your advice for someone getting through pregnancy and the and postpartum? What's, what's your advice? How do you do it? Mm. This is what we try to help people with, but I don't think sometimes we help them. Hmm. But I feel like your advice would be very sound advice here. Hmm. It would be very realistic. I it think, can be funny. I think we have to hold on to that anger a little bit. Like, be empowered by it. Because there's not a lot of times in our lives where, like, we kind of get a pass to to have all the emotions that we have. And to understand that the imperfection, as nasty as you may feel, and as, gr- like, I know how gross you probably feel like you are. I remember... Um, yes. Thank you for my genius. <laughs> we do, and it, and you don't. I still feel gross. I, I, I do too. Um, <laughs> no amount on the elliptical can really take that away. Yeah, but, it's true. It's uh, not a miracle worker. It's really not. Like, like they no, say. Oh, come on, let's try keto. Um, <laughs> keto's not good for breastfeeding, but <laughs> it's always something. It's always something. Just don't don't judge yourself so much. And I think because I did so much and I was so angry, like I was. Find the people that are as angry as you and find the people that won't judge you and hold on to them dearly because those are the people that will get you through those hard 
those hard moments in parenting um, through the years. And, and I think everybody's got that one friend you're like, ah, that one's a little rough. But that rough friend <laughs> will really save, save your life. Yeah, I have one friend. I'm like, oh, she would have kicked somebody's somebody's behind when I was, you know, in college. But I need her because she is uh, she's tough as nails and um, and she won't judge you. So I think like, yeah, stay away from the people that seem perfect because they're going to make you feel worse. And I totally agree with that. <laughs> right? That's great advice. <laughs> Not everybody uh, can give birth in a hospital. Some of us have to give birth in closets. And yeah, that's true. That's true. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's starting a trend over here. That's right. I didn't know I was in labor. Like, you know, some people don't know. I have a friend that gave birth. She didn't know she was in labor until the baby was coming out of her. That's wild. And so crazy. Yeah, Oof. no judgment on that one. And her, her man caught the baby right as the EMTs oh, were coming to the door. Gosh. She had no idea. Oh, I mean, so that's a it's a thing. And no judgment on that one either. Like, she gave birth and didn't nearly die from it. All right. Good on you. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. So everybody everybody's imperfect and everybody has their struggle. And I think that we need to pay more attention to new moms as opposed to just the pregnant women. I think that we totally we, we care for pregnant women like to the utmost to such to such an extent that they feel like oh god like overwhelmed by all that attention and then once the baby comes they feel invisible. They go away. They're alone, they're isolated. And and me coming from a place from like postpartum depression and um, and, and in a really bad place, and I had to struggle and fight my way out of it. We need to focus way more on new moms, and we need to ask them, if not daily, like at least every few days, reach out to your friends and ask them if they're okay. And even if they're not, be like, it's okay if you're not okay. If you're a mess, you need to tell me because I can't have you be alone because the, the lives and the safety of our children you know, are weighed and measured on the the lives and the safety of our moms. That is so true. That's some that solid really good. advice. I feel I feel that so much because I my son's four weeks, and it is it's such a shift that all of a sudden it's just all about the baby, and we're doing everything. I feel like right. you know we're it's we're being born into a new person too, and right. still healing. And your body's healing. We're healing. Your soul's healing. We're juggling everything. We're trying to do it all. We're trying to tell ourselves we can do it all, and then. Like you said, it's just, it can be such an isolating feeling sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. And the more people that you have behind you, the more people that are, you know, even it's like the, for me, it was one of the craziest people that, that I have in, in like my social circle. And she messaged me in the middle of the night because she was up because she's crazy. And she, <laughs> <laughs> she, and she messaged me and she was like, how are you doing? And it, it could not have come at a better moment because I was like, nobody told me before I had this baby that these feelings were even in the realm of possible. Mm -hmm. And and telling her that, because I know she really wants to have children at some point in her life, I was like, I, I need to tell you this to save you. Because I was still doing oh, that like, nurturing thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then I realized that telling her, it saved me, because it took it out of me. Because I think like the most, the, the scariest thing about, say, postpartum depression and those feelings is, n you know, not saying them. And the moment that you, that you do say, like, listen, I'm... I'm having these absolutely wretched thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's when when it comes out of you, it's not as powerful anymore, right? And and so if, yeah. if we yeah, can 
if anyone yourself exactly yeah. so if anyone could be that person for anyone because it's more there's more shame before you say it than after the fact right like mm -hmm. you know you're like oh god I'm, I'm thinking this terrible thing I'm thinking this terrible thing oh god and then it continues and continues and you're sleep deprived and then once you do say it and it comes out you're like Oh, okay. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm okay. I've said it, and people are going to take help take care of me or help me figure it out. So when to the women that are doing that are dealing with that, um, tell your most wretched friend. <laughs> tell, tell that tell that nasty woman what you're going through, and uh, and and we're not nasty women. I'm saying like you know, tell the one that that can handle it, and and find find your help because. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that can help. So that's my that's my one big thing that I want you're, to tell people. That's very wise. Yeah, I was going to say, you're very wise. You're funny and you're wise. I'm old as hell. I'm old. <laughs> I also would, I would tell them also to go listen to your album because they will they will understand that they're not alone. You're so funny and you just make, yeah. you make these things that we all feel, feel totally normal and that, that you can... Everyone can laugh at them too. Oh, thank you. Know? you. Now I'm gonna go home and feel like a good person, and that's a bad you should. situation. You should to do be that. In. You should do that today. Have four sips of wine. I will. Five, have four maybe. Sips, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'll have three. <laughs> Take a Benadryl. Well, go right to sleep. Thank you so much for being with us. Where can um, people find you and um, watch you and listen to you and all of the great things? So we have, I have a podcast coming out called In Treatment with Nell Daly. Uh, she is a, she's a world-renowned therapist. Uh, she, she gives people therapy about all things, and I tell these people that their problems are nothing and make fun of them. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's coming like out in the next few months. And awesome. you can find me, uh, you can find my album, Bump on all the things Google Play uh, iTunes etc cetera, etc cetera. and I am funny X teen on Instagram funny Christine on Twitter and I appreciate you guys so much you guys are amazing thank you you're amazing you're yeah, amazing thank you so this much. is such a fun podcast thanks for having appreciate me guys ya. she's so funny her laugh is like absolutely contagious but then she she gets also serious and she's so smart and gives the best advice she really was very wise she's very wise and very like well-rounded i know I, I kind of was like i feel like you could be my older sister and i would that would be so nice yeah i want she, an older sister she also her laugh reminds me of emmy's right now because emmy will go <laughs> and like like when <laughs> she's so cute when she's like causing trouble so i was like you've been up to no good because she sounds just like emmy that's but, so funny yeah what a funny thing. Um, but, okay, so we were trying to think of an affirmation that would go with this podcast, which I feel like it's just, gosh, laugh at yourself, you know? What what can you do? But Jade threw out a phrase that is so true. Yeah, there's that, it's like an old saying that it's like, if you take life too seriously, you'll never get out alive. And I think that's such a good reminder when, you know, pregnancy is can be freaking hard. It's and so hard. It's beautiful, but sometimes there's bad days. Yeah. And, it's good to just sometimes find the humor in it, and that's how we cope and get by. 100%. Go listen to Christine because she'll make you laugh. You'll pee your pants. So. You really will. <laughs> you will be laughing, sneezing, and peeing your pants. Maybe even joining Jade in the Crap Your Pants Club. Could come, come out both ways. I don't know. You guys, you can come join the club now. You can come join the club. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you uh, laughed a little and, and felt a little bit better on this happy Friday. It's also almost the weekend. Hey! 
the freaking weekend. It's the weekend. Have a good one, guys. We'll <laughs> Thanks, talk to you guys. Bye. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.